0: Praise the Lord. Please take your seats. Uh, Thank you, Reverend Elizabeth. I want to thank God for this afternoon. Uh, You've already heard my name. Um, I am married to a very handsome man, and some of you might not actually know him, and I would like to take this privilege introduce him. He's my best friend, and he's the king of the Asimwe kingdom. So I introduce Dr. Peter Asimwe. He's my husband. And the Lord has also been good to us. He has blessed us with children and grandchildren, and we bless his holy name. The theme you've already heard is forces affecting the family. The devil. The devil. That is our theme. I want us to begin with a very simple exercise. Very simple exercise. We have had the forces affecting the family. The devil. I want us to begin with this very simple exercise. I'll ask you to close your eyes. Just close your eyes. And then I'll take you on a journey back to your home. And as you move your eyes around your home, I, I, I imagine that your television is in your sitting room. And on that television, I want you to, of all the programs, watch one right now as you're closing your eyes. That is really of the devil. Now you can open your eyes. Were you able to see that program? Did you see that program? I want us to participate. This hour is a very interesting one. I want us to participate. I'll just ask one of you, just two people only, from this side, from my my left, and then one from my right. Now, one from my left, yes, um, Reverend, I think, you have seen the devil in that program. Thank you very much, Reverend. I wish I could know your name, but later I'll get to know your name. Reverend Elon, yes, welcome, Reverend Elon. And then on my, on my right, one, just one person, tell me when you closed your eyes, you moved in your sitting room, you watched that program, and it was the devil at work. What is wrong with this side? Really, you your TVs are so holy. You see, no no evil, no devil. Yes, sir. Yes. Hey, hey. I'm telling you, Dracula, the devil, proper. And you see, we talk about the devil and how the forces, we have those forces. And you know, these are programs that run on our TVs. And so when we talk about the forces that are affecting the families, that television is one of them. It is really affect I'm not saying that it is completely bad. We have some nice things that come from there or that we watch on TV. But talking about the forces that affect our families, the television is one of them. Sometimes we have had relationships breaking because the TV has taken the first place in people's lives, in the parents' lives, the children's lives. I believe a number of you have visited in some homes and the TV is on and you don't seem to be present. Everyone is fixed on the television. And they don't mind whether you are a visitor or what, TV is is the thing. And so talking about the forces, that is one of the forces. I'm just mentioning a few. I know we know so many forces, but we are going to just highlight a few. We want, right now, in your pockets or in your handbags, you have phones. Don't we? Do we have phones with us? Yes. Now, these phones are good. They are a blessing. But I tell you, the devil has also entered in these phones and has made it another force that is really affecting our families. I believe a number of you have heard of stories where now people no longer talk in the family, but they communicate using what? Phones. Phones have taken the places of husbands. Phones have taken the places of wives. And that is a terrible force. The devil has captured the phone and has made it a terrible force. And we need to watch. We need to be very, very watchful because these forces are really tearing our families. I heard of a story where husband and wife got misunderstandings and they could not talk. So the phone became their media. Uh, The husband wants to find where his necktie is, uh, sends a a WhatsApp. Where's my tie? And then the wife says, don't you know where it is? Why do you ask me? And then, can you imagine? These are two human beings who once loved each other, but now the phone has become what? A force that is separating that two. We must be watchful. We know. That from the beginning, the devil, who is our enemy, attacked the family right from the beginning. He went to Eve without fear. He went and told her lies, and Eve believed her. And she began a rebellion against God. By believing the lies from the devil, that actually what God had told uh, had told her was not true and if believed the devil and you see how the devil began right from the first family attacking the family he has the devil the devil is what we are talking about today this afternoon he has an agenda which is to kill to steal and to destroy which is John we find that in John chapter 10 verse 10 to kill to steal and to destroy. And he uses that agenda very effectively, and especially on families. He has destroyed families by introducing lies, that killer. He introduces lies, and he begins with individuals in those families. He first of all looks at who do I capture first. If it is the wife, he captures the wife and tells her, you know you are not loved enough. You are not even good enough for your husband. Your husband, you see, when he goes and he delays, he doesn't come back quickly. It's because you are not good enough. And you see, we believe the devil so easily because he comes in a very cunning manner. And so when the wife believes that actually I am not good enough, he also gives you an advice apart from the lies, but he also advises you and tells the wife, you know what you do? You need to do something. And the devil will not tell you to do a good thing. He tells you to do what is evil. So if you have not been doing something evil, he will introduce it in your life. And he always has something at hand for you. He doesn't tell you something without giving an alternative for it. He tells you, you know what? Find something so that this man will come to you. And then he will begin to, to love you enough. Then you will be good enough for, for, for him. Then he goes to the man also and tells the man, you know, you are not doing enough for your wife. Do you know? She goes to so-and-so's house and stays there for a longer time. It's because they are better than you. You are a lesser man than your neighbor. So the man believes and then comes back home with all the rust, Begins behaving funny because the devil has given him an alternative. If you are not, you know, you are not good enough for your wife, then you must do something so that either draw her attention or something. Recently, I watched a terrible video. And I wondered, did these people really love each other in the beginning? And this was husband and wife. It was so terrible, brethren. It was so terrible. This man was beating his wife and pulling her hair like you uproot grass from the ground. Up pulling her, she had braided hair, and was pulling that hair like, like you uproot grass, and some of the braids were scattered all over. And I said, did this man ever tell this woman that I love you, and then persuaded her to get married to him, and now he treats her like this? The devil, because one time the two were love birds. But because the devil introduced something in their lives that was not right and not godly, they got to that. We must be very, very alert. The devil who comes to kill, to steal and destroy must have entered that man. And he was going to kill his own wife in such a brutal manner. And because people have believed lies, they are not, that they are not good enough, and they are not doing enough, they have ended up in debts. They have ended up quarreling. They have ended up in fights. You, you wonder, somebody has what? We would look at and think, this is enough. But the person still wants more. The person still thinks the car I drive is not good enough. The, 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 the house I am in is not good enough. But thank God you are in a house. Thank God you drive a car. But why do you go to that extent of even going to borrow in order to buy what you can't afford because you think it's not good enough? Where do those lies come from? The destroyer, the devil. And we must be very, very alert. He keeps us hungry for things. You know, for us ladies, you think what you have are not good enough. The the dresses, you want the most latest, and then even when that one comes, you still want another one. Even before you wear the other one of yesterday, you've seen another latest one. And you know, you pile, and then even where you bought from, you borrowed, you said, okay, I'll pay the money. The other person is unhappy with you, but you are just keeping the dresses and not wearing them. Can you imagine? The devil... He keeps us in such want that we will not even appreciate what God has given us. May God help us. I've seen some women who have believed the devil's lies, that they are not loved enough and have been enticed to witchcraft. You can imagine somebody who today says... Oh, I belong to all saints or to this church. I was baptized, I was confirmed, and and sometimes even saved. But the devil tells you, you know, this God of ours does not answer immediately. He doesn't give you answers quickly. Let us try this other thing. You know how long this thing has taken you. Maybe you've looked for a child. Maybe you have looked for prayed for something in the house, and it's not coming quickly. So the devil brings around you people who are friends. I'll put them in quotes because such friends are not real friends. They'll mislead you away from God and tell you, you know, yes, we know God is there. But you know, these other things are also working. So you better try these other means also. And people have gone into wicked ways, leading them away from God. You've gone into witchcraft, witchcraft which has brought more trouble to your family. You start little, and then they will say, come back with this much. If that didn't work, because you didn't do it well, come with more money and get more of this. All those are lies from the devil, and people have ended up in problems. I have a friend who, who had rented near a certain shrine. You know when you are renting, you have no choice. So her house was near a shrine, but what could she do? But she lived in her house peacefully. But she, she got a shock of her life one morning. She sees these ladies driving this, their car and going to park at that shrine. And when they came out, the shock of her life was that they are the very women she goes to church with. Can you imagine? Monday to Saturday, an unbeliever, you can visit the shrine and you think it's okay. Sunday, you are here in these pews, lifting up holy hands, and you think you're praying to God who doesn't see? He sees all these things. If you are to trust God, trust him fully and forget all those other things that don't that seem to be you know appetizing but actually the end is death may god help us may god help us that devil has entered offices brethren The devil has entered offices. As you enter the door or the entrance of your office, you also know that the devil is either already there before you or he's following you. So if you are not alert, then you are in trouble. He has entered offices and there are lots of lies in offices. Lots of lies. A lot of hypocrisy, a lot of hatred, a lot of of anger. People are fighting for positions. You were employed for a certain position. But when you get there, you also look at the other one. You also look at the other one. You also look at the other one, one, and you want everything. And the devil tells you, you are the only one who can manage that. Really, may the Lord help us and help us to be able to flee. The lies you'll find there. Sometimes you go, let's say you are from all saints. Holy, you, maybe you are even born again. You go there and they tell you, friend, here, we have to educate you how things work here. And they'll tell you how things work there. And if you are not alert, if you are not self-controlled, you'll find yourself in the trap. Because you want to belong. You want to be like everybody else in that place. Or else if you behave differently, you are going to be like an outcast in that place. And maybe the price, rather the salary, is so attractive. Or maybe you have even been praying for a job for a very long time now, God has answered. But the moment you get there, they are already telling you the do's and the don'ts of here. And if you don't do this, You are out of here. And then you are thinking, hmm, I've not had a job for six months. I've been praying, God, you have opened. Uh -uh, Now I have to listen, my friend. You better not listen to the people you found there and listen to the God who has given you that job. Because if he gave you that job, it means he's also going to protect you in that corrupt office. So listen to what he tells you to do and do it faithfully. One of our daughters uh, was working on a project. And you know those projects with so much, so much, so much money, a lot of accountability, things like that. And at the end of the project, they had to do accountability. She did her accountability very well. She finished and presented she first went to the accountant and first she gave the report and then gave back the money which the balance and the accountant looks at her and says what is this money for she says well this is what this is the balance and says you mean you 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 have brought back this money?" and she says yes i mean it's the balance and he looked at her and could not understand and says people here don't bring back money what has happened Did you really do the work you're supposed to do? She said, I did, and I finished, and this is the balance. And her friends were so mad at her. What is this you are doing to us? Is it because you have nothing to do the money with? For us, you don't bring such money. If you are going to behave like that here, we will show you. And they called her a fool. Friends, you better be a fool for God than being wise for the devil. Because he has already a plan for you. So, some people have ended up into the traps of the devil by receiving big handshakes. You know when I say handshakes? You understand me when I say handshakes? They get big envelopes under some either application or... In a way, I I, I really appreciate you. But deep down in your heart, you know that that is not meant for you. As a child of God, you are not supposed to take it anywhere. But people have fallen for the devil and have taken such envelopes. And trouble has come. Exodus chapter 23 verse 8 says, Do not accept a bribe. For a bribe blinds those who see and twists the words of the righteous. Have you heard what a bribe does? So even if you take for one day, you know you have already been blinded. That you have already chopped off your blessings. And now you have opened a very wide door for the devil to torture you. Because for the devil, he does not want, he does not take long before he can begin torturing you. He just puts a a bait for you, and the moment he catches you, you are his. So let us be watchful. He's very, very cunning. You remember what he did to the Lord Jesus? He waits for an opportune moment. When you are in dire need, that's when he will bring in somebody with either huge envelope, with whatever it is to bribe you. What he did to the Lord, we all know. 40 days in the wilderness, no eating, nothing. The Lord was hungry. So he comes to him and says, Here, if you are a son of God, turn this stone into bread. And Jesus was hungry. But thank God that he drove him away with the word. And so if we are not alert, the devil is always around us. And he waits for that opportune moment when you are really in need. And if you are not very alert, then he's going to trap you. Let us flee and run away from his traps. We must be very, very watchful. First Peter, uh, chapter 5, verses 8 and 9, this is what he says. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion Seeking whom he may devour. Verse 9 says, resist him. Steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same suffering uh, are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. So there are certain things you may go through not knowing that this is what your brethren elsewhere are going through. But we are encouraged to be watchful To be watchful and to resist the devil. He says we must resist him. But how do you resist him? How do you resist him if Christ has not given you the power to resist him? How can you be sober if Christ has not given you the power to be sober? You see, he's moving around. He doesn't rest. For us, sometimes we pray and pray and we think, eh, eh, I think this is now enough for today. Uh, uh, I, can, I can wait and pray another time. Brethren, the devil doesn't get tired. He doesn't get tired. You drive him away now. The next minute you turn this way, he's right on you. Either he's in front of you, facing you with something else. You must resist him. You must resist him and be sober and be sober and vigilant. Now, he doesn't fear anybody. You see, he did not fear the Lord. Now, I want to say, if you fall prey to the devil and to his traps and to his, you know, baits, you are putting your entire family in trouble. You are putting your entire family in trouble. There are men that we read about in the Bible whose families did not even know at all of what they did. They didn't even know at all of what, even when they went out, what they did. When we read in Numbers 16, 31 to 33, we read of a man called Korah. You all know what he did. And we may not get there. Probably it is projected. But you see, Korah, when the time for him to be destroyed came... He didn't go alone. His family, his animals, everything went with him. Can you imagine? And so whenever there is something you're doing, ask yourself, is this of God? And if it is not of God, flee. Because then you know, if you fall prey, your entire family is going with you. Gehaz, you know that when Elisha declared leprosy over Gehaz. He said that even your entire family can you imagine? Children are born afterwards and they are also leprous. And they don't know why. They are going to for treatment for leprosy. They are not getting well. They don't even know where they get it from. But it came from Gehaz. And so, when you get some of these wicked things following you, if you don't take a firm stand, then you know that even the generation after you is going to suffer the consequences of your sin. You better flee and take a firm stand and resist the devil because you know that it will not only be you suffering, it will be you, your children, your grandchildren, your great-great-great-grandchildren. And how terrible. If only you could resist and say no to that wickedness. You know what happened to Ananias and Sapphira. So Sapphira was thinking she's keeping for her her husband. But my friend, she died immediately after him. So you better flee from the enemy. We are trying to wind up. We have no power of our own. The power that can help us to resist and to stand firm and to to resist the devil and all his schemes is in Jesus Christ. That power is found only and only in Jesus Christ. If you are going to trust your own power, you are failing. If you are going to go to your office and sit there and think you'll resist all those people who have been fighting you, who have been bringing all sorts of things against you, In in your own strength, you will fail. But this kind of power that is going to help us walk through saying no to the devil, saying no to his schemes, and resisting him, like the scripture has said, that we resist him steadfast in the faith. It is only Jesus Christ, the power of Jesus Christ that will help us. And if you're sitting there and you have never, You have never received Jesus Christ personally. I would like to invite you and ask you to give your life to Jesus because without Him, you are powerless. You are powerless. You may be having everything. You may be having even protection. You may be having all that it may take. The world may look at and call good or strong. But without Jesus Christ, you are helpless. And the devil will get to you. And so, I would like to invite you to pray and invite Jesus Christ in your life. You may be there. And you may have fallen to death pray to the enemy's schemes i will also take time to pray and ask you to return because the lord has not left you alone he still calls you and he still asks you to repent now i'll ask us to close our eyes and pray our prayer For those who have never invited Jesus Christ into your life as Savior and Lord, I will ask you to pray this prayer after me, silently in your prayer, because the Lord is more interested in what you mean in your heart than the words you say. I will ask you to pray after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I need you. I have been controlling my own life. And have sinned against you. Forgive me. Forgive my sins. I give my life to you, Jesus. I open the door of my heart and ask you to come in. I pray that you will save me today. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I pray that you will. Write my name in the book of life. And that from today, I'll walk as a child of God. Thank you for forgiving me. And thank you for loving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And now I'll pray for those who had slidden and fallen Pray to the devil's schemes. The Lord is still with you and is still willing to bring you back into the path. I'll conclude with that prayer. You can also pray after me. Lord Jesus, I have realized that I've sinned against you by following the devil's schemes. I confess my sin And ask you to forgive me. I pray that you will clothe me with your righteousness and that I will walk in your path again. Help me to stand firm and resist the devil. In Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen. Amen. Brethren, the Lord. He has all our prayers and he has heard these prayers. And may the Lord bless you.
1: So as we conclude, let's just pick some areas of prayer. Our sister Mrs. Asime has spoken to challenge us about those things that the devil is using to affect our families. Those programs that we watch on TV, those things that we see on our phones those things that we read in the papers and wherever else will we just take a moment and ask the lord to give us a hunger for the things that glorify him to help us to resist the devil and those lies that he brings in those programs yes it is attractive Sometimes you see something given that seems Christian, but there is a way the devil has packaged. We pray on this mountain of media that the Lord will be exalted and deal with those evils that the devil has fronted with pornography, with all the lies, with the witchcraft. Friends, just go ahead and pray. You know the fear that the enemy has been using to control you, to control your family, to control your life, but especially the area of media. We pray that the Lord will dispel all the evil on this mountain, all the lies, Oh, the nudity that we see that the Lord will raise God-fearing people that he can stand to give the right messages that our televisions, our radios, our newspapers and magazines shall be well set with the message that glorifies the Lord. Let's pray that the Lord will deal with the evil in this sphere. Father, you know that the enemy has a threefold mission to kill, steal, and destroy. We know that he is fronting so many people to bring out information, the propaganda that is against your will. And he has affected our families as we have heard from your word and from the way our sister clearly elaborated, Lord. Father, there are deceptions that the enemy has thrown at us. We think we are not beautiful enough and some have been even abused on media that they think, oh, they are not good enough. Some of them even think of committing suicide. Some of them think. That they want to appear different. Lord, I pray that you save us from the lies of the devil. Save us, O oh Lord my God, from all this the enemy has planted in our lives, in our families, O oh God, that has caused confusion. The Lord, instead of talking to each other, we so much now are into the gadgets. Everyone is on a gadget that we can even communicate to, to one another using the gadgets instead of communicating. Verbally as we see each other. We are in the same house. Perhaps even in the same room. But we cannot even speak to one another. Lord we say no to these lies. In the name of Jesus. We say no to these deceptions. In the name of Jesus. And Father we pray that you help us to resist all these temptations, all these lies of the devil. The Lord, our families shall stand right, O King of glory. Father, we come against all the tricks of the devil. We uproot them, we tear them down, destroy and overthrow them in the name of Jesus. Anything that you have not planted in our lives, in our families and relationships, Lord, may them be uprooted in the name of Jesus. Father, we take power and authority to build and plant your presence, to build and plant love, O God, to build and plant good news, O King of Glory, in our media, Lord, in our families, in our relationships, O God. We build and plant your own spirit, O God, your Holy Spirit, O King of Glory the giver of the good news, O Lord God, the giver of power to resist, O King of glory. We pray, my Father, that we shall be strong in your mighty power to resist all the tricks of the devil, and we shall have the family restored, O God. Father, let your will be done in our lives. We give you thanks and praise for it's in Jesus' name that we pray.